0: I want to know who my representin' in here tonight. Hold on, hold I on. You How can I explain, can I explain myself? Yeah. You said you me Louisiana. Murder on the, yeah. the beat. Yeah. Something for y'all to cut up to, you know? Yeah. Everybody get your... Roll on. I don't shorty and she doesn't want no slow song Had a man last year, life goes on Haven't let that thing lose, girl, it's so long You been inside, know you like to lay low I been people, what you bringin' to the table Working hard, girl, everything paid for First, last phone, bill, car, no cable With your phone out, gotta hit them angles. With your phone out, snappin' like you Fable And you showin' no, but it's alright And you showin' no but it's alright. Oh, yeah. it's a short
1: line. Well, hello again, everybody, and welcome to episode 29 of Three Point Podcast. I'm the old guy, Ted Fatel of Sportsnet Michigan and Z92.5. Joining us again in the studio tonight is our Gen Xer, Matt Burns of ESPN, and our millennial viewpoints coming from Jared Fatel of WJSZ, Fat Stack Sports, and Fox 17 of Grand Rapids. Our sponsors tonight include rivals Tap House and Grill, The Corona Connection, and our podcast recording home, Z92.5 The Castle. We'll also be checking in a little bit later on with our oldest athlete. Supporter Jack Strap, and also on the pod tonight we're going to be talking uh, a little NBA stuff we're going to get into the three point pod free press goat contest we're going to zip through some of that bracket and try to get caught up and we're going to right now talk about uh, the last week and maybe the big weekend coming up what you got anything on your plans there Jared
2: Oh, big weekend let me just say this i have not slept
3: in days i so you're I like think, I, you're like a kid with christmas i have two sleeps until pretty christmas much, <laughs> pretty much i still don't sleep before christmas honestly <laughs> I,
2: i'm not embarrassed to say it. i think I that's the right way to look at it but i yeah i haven't slept in days i'm not just saying that it literally like for christmas like you said it's like christmas eve you won't be able to sleep i literally haven't slept since sun, sunday night well why on thursday why why haven't I been able to sleep? Yeah, flip? what for? You Anticip- haven't said what oh. for? Anticipation? I, I no, I mean, I mean I'm what building, for? I'm building it up. What are you doing? I'll give you some hints. I bought a pair of jorts from Volunteers of America this past <laughs> weekend. Still got to cut them tonight. That's, a, that's my big uh, uh, agenda item tonight. Got to cut them because they're kind of like 1980 style. Uh-huh. You know what I'm talking about? Like the cuffed little, like they kind of go like below my knees. I got to chop them <laughs> to give it like the today's look. But the big event is Faster Horses this weekend. It's uh, for those who don't know. It's a country festival. Uh, it takes place at Michigan International Speedway. It's a country. Fe- did I mention country festival? You yeah, did. country yes. festival. Fifty thousand people. I've heard is how many people attend this thing. Mm-hmm. From what I heard, it's like today's. Wo- it's like the past generations Woodstock. For today's generation.
1: Yeah, kind of. I mean, a little smaller so, scale, obviously. Yeah. But still, 50,000 fans, it's going to be incredible. And, you know, and I can see why you're excited because, first of all, you've never you never—you've—you've admitted it before. You've never gone to, first of all, a concert. Never been to a concert. You're going to a three- or four-day
3: festival, <laughs> Yep. right, roughing it up, camping. That's kind of... Uh like throwing yourself into the fire oh boy like it's Captain it's not guy, like you're going to like a small venue board. you know like to see a, a like a local band right. you're right. going to a four-day it's that's one of the biggest country festivals in the in the country so i mean that's like yeah. that's legit you know some i like some people have mentioned it and they've said like oh it's just that little this that little country festival in michigan it's like huh. oh man if you look at the the headliners i mean florida georgia line uh luke Bryant, blake Shelton. Fire. i mean there's a there's some I, good acts there, so it's legit. It is, but
2: they're kind of. It's kind of like a sideshow, honestly. Right. I don't know. Maybe this is a little bit uh, too PG-13, R-rated. There's supposed to be a place called, and I, and this is it. This isn't me saying this. this is I say, I quote. This is what people have told me. I've never been there. Friends that have been there. Friends that have been there. Have been there. Titty City.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I think we can fill in the blanks on <laughs> <and> what that <laughs> place is. Like. Yeah.
1: You see that, Matt? He wasn't all excited about the music. I yeah. mean, knew that. <laughs> I'm honestly, don't be surprised if I come
2: back maybe seeing one or two of the acts. There's acts from Thursday all the way through Sunday. I
3: might see one or two perform. Well, that's a question. Are you even a country music fan? I am, but... Enough to go.
2: Yeah. No, but like I said, if it was... It could be rock and roll if if, it, if you if you had the same like scenario like same amount of people like all my friends going I would go yeah the music has very little to do with it yeah and, and
3: honestly one of those things is the way I always feel I mean I, I do enjoy country music but any any music outdoor a live, like a live event. I would enjoy. Like, we go we go to sometimes just, like, cover bands that we have no idea who they are, no idea what kind of music, but if you're, like, just sitting outside... Oh, there's nothing like it. enjoying a drink and listening to some live music, you can't yeah. beat it, so... And and it's fun, Especially
1: if there's a titty city. <laughs> no doubt. Have your phone
3: charged up, man.
2: Oh, <laughs> shit.
1: <laughs> I saw...
2: Just go ahead. You might, you might have to check this out later, uh, Ted. There's some YouTube videos of this place, ah. and they are... I can't believe they're still on
1: YouTube. They're, they're on they're fire. They're pretty raunchy. I'll have to check it out. <laughs> nice. But, yeah, we'll give you a few tips. To, I mean, you're probably yeah. already all over it. First of all, take a look at the weather forecast. Could yeah. be a little damp. That's what I've heard. So definitely have at least one set of clothes you can change into
3: that's dry. Yeah. Keep them in, a, like, a that's, plastic bag or something. Or in your car. That's what I'd right. say. There, I mean, it's fun when you're at a festival. Like, like if you look at all the old pictures of Woodstock, you know, everyone's muddy Mud and nasty and stuff them. like that. It's cool like to an extent right and so then you just get then it's just gross you might get some chafing even yeah, oh yeah you definitely need some <laughs> baby powder down there so yeah.
2: it's great advice but y'all know what my wardrobe is i literally went to volunteers oh, of jorts. America. got yeah. jorts yeah oh you're gonna talk i them? <laughs> bought out the volunteers of america store really my favorite shirt i got tony stewart fan club shirt nice NASCAR great that'll shirt.
3: fit in there nice
1: that'll fit, fit. in nice i got shorts. Uh, now explain jorts to people that jean don't. Shorts.
3: Jean, oh, shorts. jean shorts. Oh, jean okay, shorts. Okay, that's easy enough. You got to cut them. They, they got to be yeah. ball ball huggers. You got to cut those things yeah. short. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you're going if you're going jorts, you got to cut those is things that short. The
1: stu- that's what you do to a country show. Huh? So yeah, you, you got cut to. them to the balls, and then do you wear uh, uh, cowboy boots? You got cowboy boots.
2: I d- I'm going with flops, which flops, is a risky okay. move. It with, is. Yeah. I can't like I just I'll never wear boots. Mark my words. Maybe this will be a freezing cold take in, in a few years if I somehow like turn into a country boy. I will never wear boots. You
3: know? no. I think boots are an easy way to make yourself look like you're trying to be a country uh, fan or you're trying yeah, to be country and
1: you're not. I was just trying to picture the, the jorts with boots with Jared. I mean, that's a I can that's, see a it. Look. I've, that's a look.
3: When I, I've, I did that a bunch. I know I told, told you guys we've, we've had uh, tickets to MIS, the NASCAR mm-hmm. race in August, for, I don't know, 30 years or something like that and still have them. And I used to, the last few times I went, I would wear jorts. I'd cut them off, <laughs> um, wear like a Jeff Gordon shirt and stuff like that. People love it. Yeah? Now... Did you use scissors to cut them? Just like I maybe
1: did. be a really
2: I didn't. I, they weren't
3: them. on me when I cut them, though. Yeah, that'd be dangerous. Yes, that that would be
1: another uh, another way to cut them is with a good sharp serrated knife. I'd use
3: scissors. <laughs> That's what I, did.
1: I <laughs> I'd probably go scissors.
3: <laughs> so
2: I, I, yeah. So the shorter let me the better. Ask you though. Guys this. Are you guys fans? Because I tell you what, volunteers of America, or Goodwill of whatever they, yeah. whatever it's called near you, they got some deals and they got sure. some clothes there. Oh, I we
3: know. used to go to Goodwill, and I I got a pretty pretty solid collection of jerseys like some that i actually had when i was a kid and then mm-hmm. i bought some uh like as an adult or whatever but i used to go to goodwill because people would take their jerseys to goodwill i got some pretty legit ones for like five seven bucks so you can get some deals especially if you're going to get some jorts yeah go to goodwill buy some jeans cut them off exactly the shorter the better i'll tell you this cut them short even if it's uncomfortable the girls will love it even <laughs> if even if they come up to you to make fun of you it's going to be a conversation there's no piece. Such,
2: yeah, there's no. Yeah, great point. Conversation piece. There's no such thing as, okay, if a girl's coming up to you,
3: that you're doing something
2: right. Yep. Whether they're going to make fun of you
3: or they want a picture with you because you've got some awesome jorts on. Yeah. You win. Yeah. You can't 100%, lose. That's great
1: advice. Now, now, what's the general itinerary? What do you got lined up? Uh, what What's the game plan? So,
2: there's a million activities there. Uh, I'm not of age, so I will be hanging out at the sober horses uh my eyes are darting back and forth is that what they call there. it sober horses? sober horses section that's where I'll, that's where i'll be okay. a lot of fun there yeah yeah but yeah it's pretty much you go to the campsite and I, from people i've talked to like i said i haven't been there they say that it's just you hang out with everyone and every everything you see everything everyone's together basically you're just drinking is yeah. the general just
3: icon. it's definitely one of those because there's a few things i know i told you about bud mm-hmm. bash and i've been to a couple of music festivals like warp tour and, mm-hmm. and a couple other ones it's definitely one of those like if you're literally there and you want to like you really want to enjoy the music enjoy the show and not be social that's it's probably not the scene for you i mean you can go to the yeah. shows and enjoy them but you better be comfortable with everyone yeah. being in your business and people want you know to bum a smoke or bum a drink off of you or or you know <laughs> You going to get food from someone else because, I mean, you're kind of just all mashed into this yeah. one little thing, it, especially if it rains, everyone starts asking for clothes, towels. See, that brings up know. another
1: good point from your uncle here, another little bit of advice. You know, What are you doing for your, uh, your wallet or ID? You're going to want to protect that. You're not going to be that, leave anything laying around that's I'm valuable. in there with... Thirty-two dollars. <laughs>
3: <laughs> All
2: right, cool. I gotta make it work. There you go. I blew a lot of the budget on the ticket.
3: <laughs> and the I mean, if you bring the food, yeah, if right. you bring a decent amount of food, yeah. you might not need to buy any food there. You know, I mean, you might not really have to spend that much. Have food you ever there, seen Cooper uh, money? No. Okay. Yeah, he can, that's can thing. put you some gotta, food down.
2: So I'd like to get your eyes. So I'm I'm for it because I think I think I ended up saving a few dollars, but I think it's unfair for everybody in the campground. Right. There are the campsite. So we're having half the group pay for the campsite, which is one hundred eighty dollars, right. and then I'm paying thirty dollars for my part of the groceries. Okay, which the groceries, like our total bill for the groceries, ended up being like two hundred and ten, two hundred forty bucks. But are you two. are
1: you paying anything
3: towards the campsite? No. Eh, yeah, it, it doesn't make any sense to me. It at
1: doesn't all. make sense to me either. <laughs> but you're you might be getting out okay with thirty bucks. That doesn't seem yeah. outrageous to me.
3: No, that's to what me. Like, I'm not complaining. Uh, yeah, it's, whenever we would organize stuff like this with my friends, and and people would start trying to say like, well, I I paid for this much, so then you right. do this or this. I'd be like. Let's all just one, like, person. one person pay, right. and then you can go, say there's 10 people, boom, split it 10 Here's ways, total. done. That way there's no weird feelings like, well, I only ate this one appetizer, so I shouldn't have to pay this much. Or You know, like, exactly. just make it even, call it good, have a good time. That would, uh, again,
2: I that's the ideal scenario, but you all know what I dealt with yesterday at Meyer. So, I got, first off, I, w- I made a stop at Meyer as well. Got a, uh, like... Cardigan shirt with the sleeves are cut off. Oh, so it's, sweet! So you'll awesome. see some probably see some pictures of that shirt. Sweet. Hopefully but, you got a t-shirt tan. Hopefully <laughs> I, I I did. I mow this. It's not terrible, but okay. what That's honestly tolerable. is it? <laughs> right. it's, to, it's not like laughable. No, I do have a little bit of a farmer's tan though. But I so we're at Meyer checkout. Cooper was in my campsite. He asked me for two dollar for two dollars to help him check out. I figured like he just had to, he because out of money he didn't want to break a twenty dollar bill. <laughs> So that's who I'm dealing with. It's dark. A guy already. who has a, a guy who has a free college education. He he earned it. Okay. He's going to Ferris for free to play football. He's making me pay him for so he doesn't break it, a twenty dollar bill.
1: Well he he definitely has a little size on you. Yeah yeah,
2: exactly. He pulled a quick one on me. I didn't I didn't like ask him a question. I just handed it over like a good friend would and he pulled a fast one on me.
1: Well the other thing like Matt was talking about if if somebody paid up front, which is not your scenario, the other key is you get paid by everybody
3: at the beginning, yeah. not at the end. Yeah, you don't want it two weeks from now. Be saying, "Hey man, you haven't hit Where's me up with money? your hearing. Yeah. that's why I stayed out of it. Because yeah. there's
2: nothing worse than being as someone who runs. Uh, you know, we ran our March Madness three point exactly. podcast. Oh, that's the worst. I had to collect all you know all the money, all the funds for everybody, and it's. I, I said it then, it's the hardest I've worked
1: probably my entire
2: life. It, it is,
3: no, like running a fantasy football league. You're, you you're, by week eight, you're still trying to track down two people's money. Right. And, yeah.
1: and at that point, they aren't even putting an effort in. <laughs> right. You know, They're so far behind. They've got two guys on the injured reserve. <laughs> right, and, right. Go back to well, faster right, no, cool. yep. I for one second. I want to ask you this. This is how I envision the scenario. And, and let me know if this is what you're kind of thinking. You're going to be at the campground, right? Yep. And, and you've been at these outdoor festivals before. Mm-hmm. So him and the gang, the guys, the girls. (laughs) You know, you're hanging around, you're meeting all these other people, but I can envision you're staying there pretty much all the time because that's where the party's at. But you can hear all the music. They got speakers planted everywhere, don't they? So you can hear the music. Is that pretty much how it is? And then you guys might decide, you know, later on in the evening, you might want to go see a Blake Shelton or somebody, so you kind of wander over closer to the stage area. Is that kind of what you're thinking?
2: That is one, yeah, that's pretty much 100% what my plan would be. You know, go see the final show. I mean, Blake Shelton just a great country singer i love him
1: and not uh, only that he likes to party
2: evidently he just fell down on stage well this will be
3: his first con- that would be pretty wild if he was yeah he did he, yeah. he is confirmed to still show up right he didn't drop out that would i think he's kind of playing it off as a joke so i think he oh, okay. be there yeah but. yeah i mean that's how the, the times i went that's kind of how it was like you know you go back to your campsite maybe to Rest up a or minute, take a nap. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe <laughs> catch like a ten-minute power nap. Try, <laughs> right? But then everyone else is still partying, so you just kind of get on that yeah, horse. Yeah, from what I've heard,
2: it's a three a.m. You stay up till three a.m. Wake up at eight a.m.
3: Yeah, so you, maybe even but I feel like that, my that
2: might is even just be, be
1: rolling. I'll be come Monday. Yeah, I'll be done. I know yeah. you're not going to pay attention to our early advice we gave you too. Is to go in slow because you're going to go in hard, aren't you?
2: What do you think? Uh, <laughs> well, it's. Yeah, no holds. You dropped. <laughs> I mean, drop, I
1: mean it's sick. <laughs> no, I, I get it. I get it.
2: Uh, yeah, you he's said, young.
3: He's young. Yeah, he can spend right. all
2: this money. I mean, there's only one. There's only one level, and that's level ten. No now, this regrets.
1: Is, this is Thursday. Is this Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or Thursday night? Thursday night. All
2: day Friday. All day Saturday. All day Sunday. Come home Monday. Okay. Are I there should... shows on Thursday night, or is that just everyone that's gets there the, Thursday? That's the grand start. That's okay. the, so Thursday
1: night. It's going to be lit up without a doubt. Yes. Friday, you guys are going to be moving slow, and you probably will get back in your stride Saturday and Sunday. That's how I see it. Weather is obviously a big thing. Yeah. If
2: you had to predict – so that's what you're saying. You're saying that we're going to start so I guess just for me, because you know, you know me the best, you're saying that, you know – Thursday we get down there, you know, let it roll. You're gonna let it roll. Friday it's gonna be a tough getting it back going, but yep. by nighttime
1: it'll be back rolling. By evening yeah. I
2: think you'll be rolling. And yeah. will that be kind? Of, you're kind of saying that'll be the cycle for the entire weekend? No, or? I think
1: you guys are young enough after you after you survive Thursday night and kind of recover on Friday until the evening time. I think you're good to go the rest of the time. I'd say so.
2: Okay, hopefully. Yeah. Uh,
3: are you are you cool uh, using porta potties?
1: Hundred. 100-
2: yeah, so here's another. Group. Oh, that's it. Here that's we go. It gets it's good pretty, good. Uh, especially uh, yeah, for the dudes. <laughs> yeah. no, I, I'm fine with the porta potty. Okay. Yeah, no complaints for me from porta potty. Kind of weird. I I don't I don't hate the heat of a porta pot oh <laughs> when <my> you're. <laughs> pretty <laughs> weird. You it's are. It's a really though. strange, the strange thought. Is, it, it reminds me of football season. That's what it reminds me of. It brings okay. me back. Okay. That smell or <laughs> the heat. Just the you're in your football pads. You you're walking off the practice field. There's that porta potty you <laughs> use mid practice you get out of practice for you know 30 20 minutes it, <laughs> camp out in
1: there it doesn't matter what the smell is i had i never smelled it because i am just holding my breath you just go in but, and let it fly <laughs>
2: but so someone on our campsite wanted to institute like a bathroom for us with a little like home depot you know gallon <laughs> bucket with like a, a grocery bag Ooh. I was going to puke when I heard that. Uh, In the food tent. It was going to be in our food
1: tent. What?
3: Yeah, that's not cool. No. I mean, it's one thing if it's like one of those, you know, there's some pretty nice uh, like camping toilets. Yeah. Um, I I could see that, maybe. That way you guys know at least it's just you guys using it. But it cannot be in the... Not in the food, tent, man. And it
1: can only be you. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna take a piss, man, you're just gonna have to go yeah, behind
3: it's a car, yeah. man. Yeah. Man style, all behind a car or something like that. The one right. way I described this might
2: this might be a little too like millennial for you, Ted. But like the puke emoji, the oh. green face. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. So you do. You, yeah. right. you mean
1: about partying? Until emoji you puke? culture? No. No. Oh, maybe it's no. probably no. the emoji. Okay. I know what an emoji is. Now. So have
2: you seen like the puking face emoji? It's green. Oh, I have seen it. I'm yeah. doing the bad radio, but I'm doing like the... The green... <laughs> yeah, I've seen it. <laughs> the cheeks are puffed out. I like
1: that uh, one in the turd pile, too. But,
2: yeah. The
3: tur- so. <laughs> he's smiling, so he's happy. <laughs> <So, yeah>, he- <laughs> the <laughs> turd.
2: <laughs> the <laughs> poop. Okay, that is a good one. But, yeah, so that's pretty much...
3: Uh, no, that'll be a good time. And it's worth the money, I would say. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no you know, It's a little pricey, but even if you just look at the, the shows you're going to get to see, that's worth the money. But then... I'm talking about the music shows, not, yeah. not the side shows <laughs> that you're going to get to see. Oh, it gonna, but when you put down. it all together, I heard, that'll be
2: cool. This will be the last thing I say about it. I heard that I'm, this is the one thing that makes me nervous, not the weather. I could care less that the party will go on with, despite the weather. True. The uh, Titty City, the main attraction. So apparently it's a bus that drives around the entire festival. Someone last year whipped a, uh, what's it, call me an idiot here. Uh, keg of, oh, keg of beer. Yeah. Someone threw a keg of beer at a police car, and yeah. apparently they're cracking down on it this year. They, uh, Yikes. The whole titty-city, you know, are, it might be resting in pieces this year. Ah, uh i wouldn't count it, yeah on that's it. what I, i'm somewhat, sure i'm
3: sure it, by saturday or something it'll it might someone like bust the name might be retired but <laughs> yeah. something will
2: come up that's basically the same exact thing Th- there's oh, yeah.
1: no doubt yeah you don't have to worry about that one for sure before we get to our first break fellas uh how about you maddie you're coming off a vacation up in the Luddington area aren't
3: you From <sighs> yeah. last week? yeah we're on a little stretch of vacation so we went up north and spent three days on the lake up there and it's perfect weather it was like Low to mid 80s every day, and even Lake Michigan is like 75 degrees, which is wow. Anyone that doesn't know, that's pretty warm for Lake Michigan. So it was perfect. It was it was an awesome three days on the beach. Well, you know, a lot of people that
1: listen are not from Michigan. They don't realize what a tremendous state we have with mm-hmm. uh, the Great Lakes and the resources we have for for that. It's just they're like mini oceans. They're just awesome. Uh, they are, yeah. Yeah.
3: when I when I moved to Connecticut to work at ESPN in Bristol, a, a ton of people there. Told me, and then now even down in North Carolina, that like they have no idea about the Great Lakes either. You know, they didn't really talk about it much in school. You know, you grew up in Michigan, everyone knows what the Great Lakes are, but you don't realize maybe other states don't really talk about the Great Lakes that much. So when I talk about coming up here to go to the beach, to the Great Lakes, people usually are like, a beach what do you talk about they're just lakes those aren't right. beaches because they're thinking about the little like little tiny inland lakes that have like you know a little patch of sand and i'm like no have you, have you ever looked at a map like the great lakes are pretty big and anyone that has then gone to the great lakes they're like okay i, I understand what you're saying they're, they're pretty awesome
1: I was going to send you a picture. A, a number of years ago, we were up at Luddington, and I saw you were out on the pier, which is very cool. Yeah. Out to the lighthouse, we were up up there, my wife and I, and some but some drunkard in the middle of the night had a really nice boat. They were out of control, and they beached that thing right on top of that pier. Can you I imagine think it's happen- that?
3: Yeah, it's happened a couple times actually. Yeah. I saw it when I worked at Fox 17. Uh, I had to go up there and and cover a story because someone did that. They were driving at night and yep. crashing it might break. have been well, the same year. It might have been. Very this awesome. was, whatever, maybe six or seven years ago. But, but yeah, that, that pier is awesome because you're not supposed to, but it's one of the best ones to go off to the end and jump off. We yep. used to do it all right. the time. And, uh, man, I, I would still do it now. I love it. That's but, a little scary. It's up uh, there. Yeah, it's up there, and the water's deep, and the waves get big. But I love it. I, I used to do it a lot.
2: Fun fact that I learned in biology class. This is college for you. College, okay, this is what college right. education will get you. Yeah. Zebra mussels, they are very dangerous to the Great Lakes. They're well, an invasive species.
3: They are an invasive species, but actually, like, I don't know if you ever, you've ever seen pictures. Um, the Lake Michigan is a lot clearer than it used to be. Right. It's always been, I mean, it's freshwater. It's always been really clear. But it looks like, I mean, I've, I've noticed in the last six, eight years that it's gotten a lot clearer. It looks like it could be, like, the Caribbean or something. Wow. So zebra mussels actually... Help? Yeah, they help. The, the water that you see that looks, like, crystal clear like that the zebra mussels actually help clean that up now they are invasive algae algae and stuff going
2: going against the lansing community shooting star college how dare
1: you
0: no they they are (laughs) an invasive species
3: they do take over and eat stuff but then that is one good thing they do so i mean
1: there was a concern at one time too about the asian carp getting into
3: yeah that's another one i mean i think that's still a thing i don't think it's i think they've maybe controlled it a little bit but but yeah, I was gonna ask you. So talking about jumping off the pier, there used to be. I think this was probably you guys probably knew it back in your day. But we used to go up to Frankfurt uh, for football camp. Is that still a thing? No, it's not. No. They don't do that anymore. Yeah, a
1: football. pier there.
3: Yeah, so there was a pier there, and it kind of a funny tradition that went on. Uh, the, there was a pier and on one side of the pier the water was kind of nasty and then on the other side was like the clean, the the nice lake water and you would, the upperclassmen, the seniors, we'd go and you everyone would stand and we'd say like alright, everyone, this is a team building thing or something, everyone's going to jump into that Nasty water, <laughs> and we'd say one, two, three, go, and all the seniors would know they would stay, and all the underclassmen would jump, jump into in. that muck Possibly. or whatever. whatever. Yeah, it was awesome. No, but well, you got no, no more Frankfurt anymore, huh?
2: No, I didn't know. That's we don't we never really went on anything like that. I remember a few years before me, they used to go to Frank every year. Oh, okay, but in regard, you guys are talking about the beached uh, boats, right? So when I was in Florida one time when I was younger, we went to our family went to some. Uh, like crab, like really fancy, like off the like we had to take a boat across, you know.
0: Fancy fa- seafood I, restaurant. Yeah, it's a
2: fan, some fancy seafood restaurant. I, uh, I got chicken tenders.
0: <laughs> That's another one of my. <laughs> that makes I, I get yeah, a hot, I'm hot a dog. Big fish
2: guy, I'll pass right. on it ten times out of ten. But we 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 took so long in the restaurant. Uh, like we had some. We, my parents were with some friends. You know how that goes. Uh-huh. You know, vacation. Right. Uh, talk talk talk. Next thing you know. Yeah, talk, talk, drink, talk, drink, drink. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. uh, so we, drew, we, we got dark out, and the guy came in, grabbed us. We left, and he destroyed the bottom of his boat. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Kind of funny. I look at <laughs> <laughs> We were scared for our lives at the time. But yeah, his whole boat. Uh, <laughs> Where was this at? Was <laughs> this in Michigan? Panama oh, Florida, City you Beach. said. Panama City Beach. Wow. Whole, like, bottom of his uh, ship just, like, torn to
1: shreds. That's a that story can't I good. hadn't
2: heard. Yeah, it's been, uh, it was under the uh, rug
3: now, yeah. Now, basically now it's out. It's, now out. it's out, out there. Out. Everyone knows.
1: All right. Well, listen, guys, you know, we had our staff meeting last, uh, last week at Rivals. I think they have decent fish there as well.
3: I was but- going to say the same thing. We went back actually the next night, and I finished up my gift card. Ah, and, did you? Yeah, my siblings, and we, all, we all went there, and we stayed. We were the last ones there. We closed the bar down. Nice, nice. Well, your guy, you- uh, your guy, Spence? Spencer Moore? Spence, the 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 waiter stas stas, oh, stas yeah he he helped us he's from russia i i mean i that's this, a, he, this is the most anyone's ever yeah. talked about stas underwood <laughs> <laughs> but i think, i don't oh yeah, i remember him i mean yeah. he's got the name yeah, stas he was a pretty good football player somewhere. wasn't he yeah. michael yeah. he said his, his real name's michael right I, yeah i, I talked to you, him for I a bit i mean you say might be his middle
2: name we 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 were
3: acquaintances. I mean, I wouldn't say. He said
2: he lived next know. to you or something? Yeah. Yeah. He bought it. He like rents a house out. like, So your a few buddy Stas down. took care
3: of Matt, it yeah. sounds like. Yeah. yeah. He hooked us up. <laughs> nice. I'm just always amazed whenever I come back to Michigan, especially <laughs> after living in, not to cut off our rivals oh, no. ad. You'll get back to it. Hey, but, we're but, talking about him. Yeah. Uh, especially after living in Connecticut and then even in Charlotte, in North Carolina, whenever I come back to Michigan and get drinks and like go to the bar. Right. How cheap it is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a, I mean, Connecticut's out of control, and then especially going to, like, New York City or, or Boston. Oh, it's insane. It's like, I mean, you, you get two drinks, and it's like 25 bucks or something. But we got I, at one point, I we ordered, like, a last round, and I we got, like, three drinks and a couple of beers, and came back, and it was like $9. <laughs> I asked him. I was like, oh, did you get all these? Did you ring everything up? Yeah, that's everything. Yeah. You sure. Awesome. Yeah. So,
2: How about that?
1: Well, that's
3: why they're the you. official <laughs>
1: pub of... Three Point Podcast Rivals Tap House and Grill I mean all kinds of Great food Great drinks Great yeah. service Like you said And our favorite spot To go hang out Without a doubt Yep Well next up Let's see what's going on Again with our pod's Oldest athletic supporter Jack Strapp And I know Jack In your day You enjoyed some Country music Didn't you?
0: Matt, Fred, Harry, yeah, I was uh, eavesdropping a little bit on you guys. Uh, you know, my top story is I was a big uh, Norm Cash country fan, and I saw him after he got out of prison up in the uh, Mackinac City, and uh, that was quite a quite a weekend of drinking, country, and uh, and girls and cars. Anything you can think of associated with country music.
1: Well, I think that's what Jared's looking forward to.
2: Now, now, who the heck is Norm? Norm Cash. Am I lost on who the heck that
3: is?
0: He doesn't know the great Norm Cash, the man in black.
3: <laughs> hey, he's got a movie out about uh, it too, oh, right?
0: Come on, young man.
2: He. So, who the heck are we talking about here?
1: Well, Norm or Norm or Johnny, however you want to look oh, at it. Oh, Johnny,
2: <laughs> is he? Consi- would you guys consider him country?
1: Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 definitely. Oh, I country. thought he was kind of like rock. He started yeah, out yeah, rock no. and roll with Elvis Presley and, and those guys in Memphis, but definitely he made his name so, in country. So, yeah.
2: J- Jack, what was your experience like at this uh, concert?
0: Well, what I remember of it, because uh, you know I was a pretty young lad then, and uh, <laughs> you know just a, a big party atmosphere, and it was actually. Uh, you would think that it was a planned concert, but what happened was I was up there partying one summer night, uh, and uh, what happened was he happened to be in town and started this spontaneous concert, and so there was maybe three, four hundred of us there, and it was uh, just outstanding there in the summer sky.
3: Would
2: you would you have any advice for someone? So say this is my first concert I've ever been to. How how. I guess, how would you, if you were a young teenager lad, how did you handle yourself at a concert? What, what was your, the most important thing to you?
0: Well, uh, unlike Teddy's generation, we didn't have, you know, bong pipes being passed <laughs> around. or
3: Say that again.
0: That generation where they threw a bunch of beach balls in the crowd. We just <laughs> hung out, laid back, and uh, just enjoyed the music with our beer.
2: There you go. Now, what, what is your favorite Johnny Cash song, or Norm Cash, as you might call them?
0: But I tried singing it a minute ago. "Ring of Fire," <laughs> which is perfect for me, especially uh, last night. I had some, you know, bad food along with the All Star game, and I had a little diarrhea, and that'll give you a "Ring of Fire."
3: The Flaming
2: Hoop. yeah I didn't tune into the All-Star Game, if I'm being honest.
0: Well, hey, guys, i got to go on a little rant here. As I said last night during the All-Star Game, I had my Paps Blue Ribbon, as you guys know that I love. We need to get them as a sponsor, by the way, for Jack's strap. We'll get anyway, right on one hand was my beer and the other was my popcorn as I watched the Home Run Derby Monday night in the so-called All-Star Exhibition Game last night. By the way, I love the energy starting out the ball game with Matt. Uh, Scherzer striking out Mookie Wilson. It was electric! (laughs) And as you guys know, I love the USA, and I especially love the military and its veterans. And it was certainly great to see the courageous military guys who were honored during the pregame ceremonies. But guys, am I cynical? To question the motives of Major League Baseball. The NFL has been getting hammered from all sides for the players kneeling during the National Anthem and the penalty proposed for this coming season. And therefore, I believe, and I know this is really being negative here, but I believe Major League Baseball's intention was perhaps a little disingenuous trying to exploit the negative publicity that's being directed at their brother, the NFL, to glorify its own national game by recognizing the veterans during the Midsummer Classic. Now, again, if that's what it takes, I'm all for recognizing the veterans. As everyone in this country knows, I have a great love for them, and in my opinion, they do not get enough, incred- uh, enough credit for the incredible sacrifices that they have made for us. But then again, it could be because the game was held in the nation's, uh, the nation's capital, so I admit that my cynicism stems from what happened in the home run derby. And this is what has me fired up, guys. Plain and simple, Qu- high- got robbed. He should have won. Hometown boy Washington Senator Frank Howard cheated. The new home run derby rules indicated that the ball must land before the next pitch is thrown. And this makes sense, because if you had a high fly ball to the middle of the outfield, you should be penalized by having to wait a few seconds for it to land. Instead, Barry Bond's father completely ignored the rules. By most accounts, four home runs, should have been taken off the books. Jackie, I need my blood pressure medicine. Get it here. <laughs> anyway, the official feedback for Major League Baseball and those affiliated with the sport claim, oh, it's an exhibition game and after all, the hometown hero won the derby. But I say you have rules and you ought to stick to them. They had that silly umpire standing behind the catcher with his hand up. He should have simply waved off action like a real man. Man and stop the clock and give them a warning. And then he could reset the clock, allowing Babe Ruth to keep swinging again until he lost <laughs> to Schwarber. Oh, and again, they said it's exhibition. What if it's an exhibition, guys? Jackie, hurry up. Get <laughs> over here. Why not have one of the players in the All-Star Game cheat, say, uh, during the commercial break, steal third base? After all, it's just a stupid exhibition game. And this is why you have the conspiracy theorists and sports saying that leagues and major sports have an agenda, Uh, and that agenda is called money, guys. Like, remember a few years ago when the Detroit Lions got ripped off against the Cowboys on that holding penalty? You can't tell me they didn't want the Dallas Cowboys in more than the Lions. All right, I'm going to go before I have a stroke. By the way, congratulations to Houston Astros' Lance Bergman for MVP. (laughs) Take care, guys. Wait, hold the line there.
1: Hold the line for a second there, Jack, all right? get a couple comments here from us before you hang up um your point on uh, harper winning the championship well taken he definitely violated the rules but uh that also goes along with home field advantage i mean there's no doubt about it pretty tough for what he did to take that away from him but technically i 100 percent agree it should not have counted what do you guys think
3: yeah i mean those are the rules you know but it's an exhibition it's all fun it was actually impressive to see harper hit all those home runs so fast it was people who
2: don't like they're the worst type of fans people who couldn't appreciate I didn't watch it I heard about it yeah and I saw like the highlights that's for once, baseball had something exciting, and I think oh, Bryce, awesome. ha-
1: Bryce Harper is one of the guys they've got to build upon. He's got personality. Uh-huh. He's 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 like again using your term we seem to use it every week electric, but uh, he's got to raise the batting average. But man, he yeah. definitely puts a charge in the crowd for sure. And the other thing I disagree with you a little bit, Jack, is I don't think there if there was anything to do with the NFL against uh, you know kneeling down, I don't think that was the case personally being in D.C., and you did touch upon it, but, I mean, just seeing those Medal of Honor uh, former soldiers out there on the field was, it gave me goosebumps without a doubt.
0: Yeah, guys, this is Jackie. Uh, Jack is, uh, he's laying down on the floor. i got to give him some attention, okay? Okay. Okay, better (laughs)
1: get that medicine. All right, Jackie, take care of the old man, all right?
0: All right, I'll I'll
1: let him know what your thoughts were, though. Okay, thanks. Thanks. We'll see you later. (laughs) Well, always good to to hear from Jackie. He got worked up tonight, though, boys, and it's nice that Jackie's there to take care of it. I hope he's
3: okay. Yeah, I wonder when she says she's got to, like, get his blood pressure back going, is that a story we probably shouldn't talk about on the podcast? I'm not sure.
1: We may have to ask Jack (laughs) about that next time. (laughs) You know, we didn't talk about guys, though. Let's mix it in right now a little bit of the NBA talk. I know, Matt, I'm just assuming... Even though you weren't the greatest LeBron fan, you gotta be really no. pumped up for the for the Lakers, don't you? I, th-
3: I think it's one of those things. I've I've told some friends this. I think it would be similar to like in the early '90s if Michael Jordan had signed with the Pistons. Mm. I think it's that kind of feeling.
1: Takes like, you a while to get. Yeah,
3: like you it. know, Pistons fans at that time, you hated Michael Jordan, but if he would have joined your team, I think you could have got over it. And that that's kind of how, how I am. I mean. He's obviously the, probably the best player in the league still. He's going to he's gonna be one of the best of all time when his career is done. So, yeah, I'm excited, but it was kind of like a, oh, God. Because now, the biggest thing, you say he goes there and wins two or three, I think he might have a legitimate argument that he might be better than Kobe. Well, I remember back you in the stating
2: on this very show that you did not want him to come
3: at all. I didn't. All. Well, what, I... I didn't really want to, I honestly did not think that he would go to L.A. And the main reason is because of all those legacies. I mean, Kareem, Magic, Wilt Chamberlain, Shaq, Kobe. I didn't yeah, think that he... Yeah, I didn't Kobe think he'd want most. to go there. Well, Kobe, I left him best for last. But <laughs> I just didn't think he'd want to go there and potentially, I mean, say he goes there for four or five years, however it works out, and doesn't win a ring, you know, it, it could actually... Hurt his legacy a little bit. So that was the main reason I didn't think he, and the Western Conference. I didn't right. think he'd want to go to the West and deal with the Rockets and the Warriors all the time. I, so. I
1: know I wasn't alone, but I did think he was going to L.A., and I'd said it here on this podcast. I was amazed how quick it happened, though. Yeah. It was, Magic
3: didn't mess around. No, and that's, that's he went on, I, I forget where he went. LeBron went on some overseas trip right after he signed, and Magic I, was at his house, right? Yeah, Magic showed up, and I think that's kind of why they were like, let's get this done before you go on vacation. Right. And apparently, all these signings, and that's other thing the people they've signed since they signed LeBron I just I haven't really been impressed with but apparently LeBron kind of put his two cents in with magic and said get these guys I want some veteran players who can create their own shots and
1: well isn't it kind of set up uh, really this is a this is kind of a throwaway year I mean I'm not saying they're yeah they're all
3: one-year deals it's a one-year
1: deal they're gonna they're gonna improve their record probably by what 15-20 games just by LeBron alone Uh, exactly and then the big free agents are coming next year hopefully to join LeBron
3: well and that's the big thing it? I mean Kawhi got traded to Toronto today or was it yesterday like or today lady. it was
1: like 1 a.m today
2: yeah.
3: yeah so I mean that's I don't think I've seen that he hasn't signed any other contract with him so he's still there that's probably going to be a one-year stop so I think the big plan is still to get Kawhi to go to the Lakers next summer I think he- so too
2: but people who think that this was this was not just a basketball move. Did you see who he was having lunch with the other day? Yeah, oh, it's not just a basketball Leonardo no.
1: DiCaprio, right. Al Pacino. Oh yeah, yeah, he's running with the. He crowd You can't do in that LA. in Cleveland. No, no way in hell.
2: Who's the alpha at that table? Who
3: oh, do you think? Hey.
2: Who, who do you think commands the
1: conversation? Who commands the conversation? Wow, that I mean, just based he's on I DiCaprio. I was leaning towards I was DiCaprio. Say who say Pacino. Else was Pacino was there also. Yeah, it was Pacino, DiCaprio, Ooh. and LeBron. Yeah, Pacino. 20 years ago without a doubt probably
2: he doesn't seem very yeah like uh, he doesn't seem very super like charismatic i guess
3: no he did. I bet was in in the right setting if you're like sitting in a cigar bar or something like that with him drinking a little little two fingers of bourbon i think he would he would be in the He'd right loose yeah yeah but yeah i mean he he's obviously older now but man dicaprio it'd be Is tough to I go would, against dicaprio yeah, he's I'm a big fan I agree I think we all kind of but at the agree. same time I, LeBron has got to be one of those guys that like if they did a poll or whatever of like worldwide known athletes I would think LeBron has got to be number one did you, you know Yeah.
2: not to jump topics but we'll That's come fine. back to it but did you guys see that uh, Kenneth Farid has like a higher name not- notability than like Mike Trout does
1: who is that? I don't even know he who that plays. is. Does he still play for the Nuggets?
2: Uh, he was—he's like an yeah. NBA player. I think he got traded to the Nets. I think there you
3: go. Yeah, he was with the Nuggets okay. back when like Mello was there. But yeah, yeah, it maybe he got that. traded. It shows you where baseballs right. Mike Trout, clearly the best player in the league, and no one really knows who the hell he is. Quick, quick, quick
1: on baseball. We got to talk a little baseball. I know you guys really didn't get a chance to watch much of the home run derby or all star game.
2: Real quick, like, I'll yeah. explain to you that. Go ahead. So I, I was very tempted. I saw Home Run Derby on ESPN, Yeah. and on ESPN 2, I saw Summer League uh, semifinals. I picked Summer League
1: semifinals.
3: <laughs> not a surprise. That, not a surprise. That goes to the show right there, and I'm pretty sure it might have rated just as well as the Home yeah, Run Derby. Yeah. So it's like people love their NBA. I it, would watch the Summer League over some of the other stuff. I'm not into the
1: three-on-three. What's that called? Yeah, the big big, big three. three not yeah, into that yeah. at all. It's a bunch of washed-up former players. Yeah. I have no interest. Uh, I won't watch uh, the ball Whatever that JBL is. JBL or whatever. JBL. Yeah. I won't watch any of that. That's Jared's I watched League. Cornhole, yeah, Professional Cornholers right. before that. <laughs> right. Which I think is a pretty good TV prop. Oh, yeah, that's actually entertaining. <laughs> can I get back to baseball for a second, yeah, though? Yeah, go so ahead. The,
3: oh, the all right. All-star Jared, game. Jared, you can go ahead and step out <laughs> if you want. All-Star Game just to happened.
1: You know, and, and we had the home run derby, and, you know, I know Jack talked about it. Uh, Bryce Harper really did put on a show. It yep. was amazing at the, in front of the home crowd. He can hit the long ball, and he definitely puts a charge into it. It was fun. I didn't sit and watch the whole thing, but I watched some of it and then watched the, the ESPN highlights, of course, yeah. on Sports Center. But the All-Star game, I really enjoyed it. I thought they did some things that baseball needs to do. You know, they miked up players during oh, the actual live that. action. Yep. And I realize it's an exhibition, yep. but it does add something to the game. You For know? sure. And then also... They're having a big problem in baseball because of so many players striking out. They got – you either strike out or you hit a home run. That is a little bit of a problem, but, heck, seeing an All-Star game and you see 10 home runs, that's what the fans pay to see. It was was exciting.
3: Yeah, and, I mean, it's one of those things, like, people have talked about it with the NBA, like, Steph Curry has ruined the NBA because he's made this – you know, the younger generation just want to shoot 40-foot jumpers all the time. But – if that's the way the game is going and if these guys can knock down shots from 40 feet, you can't sure. you can't hate on them for that. And so like in today's MLB, if the pitchers are that good, I mean, it's not their fault that the dudes keep striking out. If there's the Aaron Judge and guys Giancarlo Stanton, oh, it's yeah. not the pitcher's fault that you know these dudes can't hit him. So exactly. Then the other, the other argument I've been hearing, which is completely asinine,
1: if you want to ask my opinion, I played a lot of ball, and they're they're humble talking brag. about huh humble brag humble brag. Yes, I did play a lot of ball, very competitive ball, by the way, Jared. But uh, <laughs> but uh, they're trying to say that they should. Major League Baseball should eliminate the shift. Now, what do you guys think about that? First of all, do you even know what that is, Jared?
2: I, uh, my, yes, I will answer that one second. But before that, Boomer, <laughs> he, the fact that he, I understand that he had his his wife passed away like a couple years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Chris yes. Boomer. So it's uh, it's Chris just Berman, unfortunate. Boomer, yeah. but Chris is it Boomer. Boomer, they, they call oh, him Boomer. Boomer. Yeah. Right. So it's just unfortunate that he doesn't call the home run derby. I think that's what ultimately made me not watch it,
3: but. He, he, missed on that. he did make the home run derby pretty, pretty entertaining. Yep. He'd always throw out like random cities like he hit that one to Albuquerque. Back, 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 back. Yep, back back back. back, 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 back. But he but in regards
2: to the shift that's like part. of That's that's like no. You keep the shifts. You kidding me? You can't hit the ball one certain area where they're shifted so Thank hard. you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I were mean, you, wait. So you you were you do not want to get rid of the shifts? No okay. way. Okay. Okay. I thought you're. were on the I mean, other side. it's
1: it's ridiculous. You know, they're they're making a big deal about it because all these big power hitters won't change their they won't change their stroke. They're gonna hit the like Victor Martinez is, right. is famous for it. You you lay down a few bunts or just poke at the left field a few times. They're gonna yep. get rid of the shift. Yep. You know.
3: Yeah, it's similar to back, again to bring basketball back. It's similar to them like eliminating zone defense. Right. Because I mean that's just a strategy. If a team wants to run the zone, then that's their choice. You know. It, and the NBA did have that rule for a long time. Right. No zone allowed. Yep. So no, I, I don't think they should eliminate the shift. I mean that strategy. If you want to put every player on one side of the. The diamond, I think, if that's what you want to do, that's fine. Yeah, there shouldn't even be any
1: talk about it. Right. It's silly that they're even talking about it, in my in my viewpoint.
3: No, but that is the problem. You have guys like Victor Martinez who just continually hits into the shift, and that is pretty boring to watch. Yes, it is. But adjust. Yeah, I mean, hit the ball to left field. I mean, that that's on
1: him. It's that simple. Yep. Yeah. Well, anyway, baseball's got, they do have a lot of changes they have to make to, to keep up with your generation, Jared. I mean, they, they really do. They've got to do things like Mike and the players and, and put a little bit more excitement, more personality into the game.
2: Did you, in the interview, Joe Buck asked in, well, it was Mike Trout, wasn't it, in the outfield?
1: Like, yeah. Oh, well, what's the weather like? Being yeah, oh, some corny like that, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's trout. His personality. They're they're, they're trying to get him perked
3: up a little. bit. A, he seems a little low key. But I definitely think I think we've talked about it on this podcast before that miking up players would be something that would make it fun because I remember I think it was I think Bryce Harper got mic'd up last year right. and he definitely has a personality that'd be fun. The only uh, dri- I, yeah. if
1: I were a manager, you wouldn't want to see it though. You wouldn't want your player yeah, out there talking to a play-by-play and, guy, and all of a sudden a line right. drive comes over his head. You I know see that. that'd be tough in a regular season game. But they got to do something like yeah. that, I think,
3: to to liven things. You up. know something they could do. What's that? Just bring steroids back. Hundred <laughs> percent. I'm hundred percent on board. With I was going to say we have one of our, our a guy, one of my good buddies, Adam Scott. I've talked about him a, a couple times, but he's brought that up. He actually sent an email to us and brought it up. Um, should steroids come back? Would that make baseball more entertaining? Because you think about the late 90s with Maguire, Sosa, and, you know, all those guys, Barry Bonds. That was the best baseball to watch. I mean, those guys hitting 60, 70 home runs and everything like that, I mean – you know, it's funny. I, I don't disagree. I
1: never really did have that big a problem with it. I mean, if, if somebody wants to screw up their health and have long-term problems, I mean, that's their personal decision. But okay. you're right, the, the McGuire and Sosa and that whole thing, really, that saved baseball from coming out of a strike at that time. Yep. You know, they had labor problems, but and it really was exciting.
2: I feel like they're smart enough now where they're not going to have
1: problems with health. You, you think? know what I mean? I feel just they're if
2: they can dodge, you know, do it where they can't get caught on drug tests and stuff, I think they're smart enough to. Well,
1: that's one thing, but you don't think it has long-term effects on your body. And yeah, have you seen Sammy Sosa to- lately? Yeah, well, first of
3: all, it changed his skin color. I don't know yeah, what yeah. happened there. Well, that's <laughs> well, that's one of the side effects. Is it, it really? It can be one of the side effects. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I have seen the whole the whole head like thing, thing like Barry Bonds' um, head, all of a sudden. Right. But I will say, Barry Bonds still has never had a positive test. So right. Still yeah, never. Not the same with uh, Alex Rodriguez. Annoyingly. Got
2: like completely screwed, didn't he? Like they said. It's just for, like, a survey, like, it doesn't count toward your test, and then they ended up b- busting him for it?
3: Correct? Yeah. sat out that whole year? Yeah.
2: See, that's what I mean. Like, he would have never been caught. Like he, they, Like, they're just smart.
3: I think it's one of those things, like, if they – I don't know how they would do it, but if there was a way to, like, regulate it. Like, if you want to choose, if you want to do this to your body, I mean, that's fine, but you don't want dudes going out there looking like the Hulk maybe and something like that. But, like, I mean, would you rather see – Bryce Harper, who can win the home run derby, but he's hitting 200, basically. Right, right, Or, and, you know, Giancarlo Stanton striking out 200 times a year or whatever he's going to be up to. Or would you rather see guys hitting 60 home runs and, you know, some good entertaining baseball? I that's guess I, I don't love. get if it. It's their choice. Yeah.
2: I don't think any – I I mean, would any, any of us here turn down, like, a whole baseball career, say we lived till we're 70?
1: I don't know. That's a tough How about cho- 55? How about right. if it was you 50 55? You think 55? Well, I'm just throwing that out there. Right. You know there's there's a lot of debate it's i
3: mean you got guys like back in the day like a guy like brady anderson i would, exactly. you probably don't know that name he, he went from like hitting whatever 15 16 home runs 50. boom one year like 55 signs a max contract deal he set for life because he probably right. went on like two cycles of steroids Got that max contract, and baseball contracts are guaranteed, no, so that's all No, I'm just a
2: dart at the wall here. Did he play for the Minnesota Twins? No. Nope. Okay. <laughs>
3: Orioles. Orioles. No clue. <laughs> yeah. But there was a bunch of guys back then who would all of a sudden out of nowhere balloon to oh. like 55 home runs. Some team would throw a max contract at him and then they'd be like right off into the sunset. That's what it was all about. I got, yeah. my, I got my one deal. You were talking about Alex Rodriguez. I don't know what you guys think. He's,
1: he works for ESPN. Yep. They're Sunday night games. Now, how, first of all, I got two questions or a question about him. How does he be able? To, how was he able to work for ESPN and then work for Fox?
3: I'm sure it's just in his contract. Really? Like, yeah, he, I mean, most, some of those commentators can do that. Um, some of them have like a radio show, maybe with one network, but they call games on another network. It's probably just in their their contract. Oh,
1: okay. And then uh, I I don't mind Joe Buck doing baseball. I really enjoy John Smoltz doing the color commentary. Mm-hmm. I think that guy is is definitely top of the line. But I got to tell you. It might be just me, but A-Rod drives me nuts. Oh, I really? I can't stand watching him on camera. I just can't stand his announcing style. He just seems like he's too high on a pedestal, too full of himself. Yeah, he's got J-Lo. I give him credit for that. <laughs> that's but that's I'm, a lot of credit. I'm not a big A-Rod broadcasting fan. I like him a lot. I, I'm a okay. big fan. Well, I do like Well, we disagree on that. Yeah. One. I like A-Rod. I do yeah. well, You want to argue with me, do you? <laughs> I
2: don't know a thing.
3: I just know. <laughs> now, what do you like about him so much? I, I just like that it, it's more like... It seems a little more kind of like this kind of conversation. Like, mm-hmm. he, he obviously knows his stuff. He he knows baseball really well. That's true. And it just seems like a natural, he's just up there talking. Sometimes I feel like like guys get up there and they're trying to be, like, too professional, like, too, like, I don't know, stick to the books type of thing. Right. And, you know, that's why I like Tony Romo. I like Tony Romo a lot because I, I just feel like he's up there, like he's in the quarterback room just talking talking about football. Well, what do you think about Smoltz? Smoltz is great. Yeah. I, I love Smoltz. Hey, he's really good, so... Um, I, I like A-Rod I, I
2: I've never listened to him broadcast game. a game like I said I haven't watched a baseball game all year but I like him because you, like Matt was mentioning earlier you secure the bag in the way that he did you do PEDs for a couple years secure the bag I can respect the move <laughs> okay. You're, I respect you that's a smart move you have A-Rod Corp now you're a winner in my book compared to some of these other losers in baseball who are mad about bat flips and right? Right. No, so annoying. You walk over the uh, pitcher's mound, just stupid stuff like that. Right. Yep. All
3: right. Well, well, one of those guys, Dallas Braden, yeah. he, he's, one, he's yeah, with A-Rod. Yeah, it, A-Rod yeah. ran across and they oh, yeah. like, got into a fight. He ended up working for ESPN, and I, I got – I played played company softball with him a few times and, and did some work with him so I talked to him a handful of times and I was, I wasn't the one that asked him but I was with, there was a group of like five or six of us after a softball game and someone asked him about that and he was like, to be honest man, I didn't really care but I just knew that like i had to stand up for myself because otherwise all yeah, the all baseball the, all the baseball course. purists would be like hey man that dude ran across your mound how are you not going to say something but he was rule. like right he was like honestly I, I don't give a shit if right. someone runs across my pitching <laughs> mound like who yeah. really cares <laughs> he also dallas Braden hit a softball like 700 feet so that <laughs> was it really incredible but
2: so to kind of bring it full circle yes. what did you guys think about the Kawhi leonard trade today That went down earlier today to the Raptors for DeMar DeRozan.
1: I thought, well, as far as the trade player for player, I thought it was a great trade, pretty even. Uh, The the only thing I can say about my viewpoint on the trade, I didn't like the way either one responded. I mean, I understand, okay, uh, was it DeRozan? Yeah. Okay, he he had pretty much laid his career in Toronto. He kind of got roots there. I understand that he was frustrated. But he'll be okay. I didn't yeah. like Leonard, though, just acting like a baby that he just doesn't want to go to Toronto. Yeah. It, it, they didn't trade him to Lakers, so he's going to pout about it. There's probably going to be some, some holdout or something, don't you think? I mean, I just like Maybe. guys. If it's going to be a one-year thing, yeah, go, go get hard. your money. Yep. Go get your money. Go play with LeBron next year. Yep. And it's not like toronto is a crap team i mean right. they're gonna be contending for a title in the east for sure yeah what are your thoughts jerry
2: yeah i i agree I, I think it would be a very bad move for him but then again he's still gonna get paid a ton i feel uh, like if he sits out so i honestly can't hate him if he decides to just like well will he get paid if year? he
3: sits out under, under nba thing. contracts I mean, I, NBA contracts are guaranteed, so I don't know if there's like some holdout clause or you know, something that like knows. that. Yeah, but you got to play. He's really but he's actually, no, they, they actually talked about it. Really? I don't know. I think it was Windhorst talked about it that Kawhi was considering sitting out this year if he didn't get traded to L.A. So wow. I think he still could. If, but that would, I mean. Do yeah. you think he will? I don't, he does, I don't he, think he's he the, would.
2: He's the, I mean, everyone says he's fine with his injury, but if he doesn't trust it, and right. he and he could go out there and either re injure it and you know have the whole Isaiah Thomas type thing, right? Where he didn't pay two million, right? Or he could just sit out if he really doesn't trust it. I, I wouldn't hate him for sitting out.
1: No, I haven't heard that though. I haven't heard yeah. that he's not ready to play. In fact, I heard he was going to go to the yeah, U.S. He's, basketball tryout workout. He's supposed right?
3: To. For, yeah. And Popovich is the coach, so that <laughs> how people are saying that? that's awkward. It's like running into your ex at at the at a bar or something Yikes. like that. But but yeah, I mean, I think I I think it's one of those things that the Spurs. He has said he's not resigning. They knew he was going to go, so yeah. they had to get something back for him. The Lakers didn't want to give him all their young guys, right. you know, the Clippers and you know whoever else was in the running didn't want to give him anyone. So th- the Spurs were probably like, "We just got to do something to get someone back." And I think, I mean, people have said like, "Why would the Warrior or why would the Raptors do this?" But to me, it's like you're not going to win anything with DeRozan and Lowry. We, they've shown that the last right. three they've or four years. Oppor- opportunities. And if they, if Kawhi can actually, if he whatever gets his head right and says. Let's play hard one year. Who knows? Maybe one year, if they get, you know, a healthy Kawhi engaged, maybe they could make get, a little run for that, that at one right year. Time, you know, and the Western team in the
1: finals has an injury or something. Yeah, right? you
3: know. So to like, yeah, on. for the Raptors, it's like let's get one year of Kawhi. Let's
1: don't see what we can get. Now, one final thing before we wrap this segment up: Do you think Kawhi's going to play for the Raptors, or do you think there still might be a trade in the works somewhere along the line?
3: That's what I, I don't think. know. Who That's who it why would I be feel with. like
2: they. Even if he doesn't play, they could always dish him out before the trade
3: deadline. That's what and, I'm wondering. Yeah. Like, yeah, You could always do that and just ideal. get a couple picks for him or yeah, something like that. I wouldn't like say that. it's
2: ideal, but, I mean, like like Matt was saying, what are they going to just, just rinse and repeat the whole DeRozan right, and right. Lowry situation? So I I think – and I feel like everyone says this after every single trade, that it was a good trade for both sides. <laughs> and I was listening to, like, the Bill Simmons podcast, and it's like every time there's a super bar, superstar for a superstar trade – it like well, there's one side that really just gets kind of screwed over, so like time will tell on this, but my first instinct reaction is that it's a good move for both sides.
1: I thought uh, too. Back. I thought so too. The one on one. Now I'm not. I'm not really up to date on what other, uh, what other players were involved and if there's trade picks and. I think there were a yeah, couple picks there. and a couple yeah, players. Roseville, Are they minor? Or, uh, nothing. Yeah.
3: Nothing. It was. It was basically Lowry or uh, DeRozan for yeah, Kawhi, okay. but. But yeah, I guess the the only way that like it would look really bad for the Raptors would be if Kawhi doesn't play and then signs with the Lakers in the right. offseason, and, they and they're just running with Lowry all of next year. <laughs> I guess that's where it could look pretty bad for the Do Raptors. Do you guys think uh, Kawhi is
2: a Drake
1: fan? Sure. He are better D- be. I don't know, have Drake? no idea. He I know Drake be. is.
2: I feel like it's up to Drake. I put the pressure on him. He's got to recruit Kawhi to stay and to be happy there. And he is Canadian. Drake, yeah, Drake needs a show he's a big Raptors fan. Right, yeah. right. Well he's yeah. Canadian. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Look at you, you're a yeah. pop culture. <laughs> How about that? But, <laughs> Jared was impressed. But
1: yeah. There was a so, second it, take there, <laughs> that? Drake needs
2: to take Kawhi under his wing at these parties, at these, you know, album release parties, everything that Drake does, living the life
3: quiet. Do you see Kawhi going business. to this stuff?
2: Why else would he? I mean, why else was he so in entranced in, in with LA? Why is he? So hey, he's from
3: LA, right? Or, I think he's so. From, he he's from California. Like that, he? yeah. from California. I feel
2: like everyone's from. Yeah. I, I, Here,
1: here's a question I, for both you guys. If you if you have let's say a twenty million dollar contract to play for the year, is that bumped up if you're playing in Canada? Because you're not pay, paid in U.S. dollars, are you? No, no. no I, he's yeah.
2: no. Well, he's got the whole.
1: How's tax that breaks work? breaks
2: in San Antonio, right? Or what's the yeah, well, no, I don't know. I don't know. Raptors are going to end up paying his yeah, no, salary. He's losing money by going there. Is he? Instead of playing just playing.
1: Well, there's money. a reason to be angry. Spurs, yeah. Yeah,
3: I'm well, not sure could, if it's adjusted signed, or what. That's what I was wondering. He could yeah, have know. signed
2: a max deal with the Spurs though for 5 years like 216 million.
3: Though. Right. But then if he goes and But plays he can for the sign Raptors. a max deal next summer with the Lakers too. Yeah, he wants
2: he wants to, you know, have his own shoe and like we've seen his we've seen like his personality. I'm not sure if that's possible, but
3: He's a heck of a player, though. Heck of a player. I've heard he had a like, like incredibly rough upbringing that has mm-hmm. made him. He's had some people like uh, throw him under the bus, stab him in the back, whatever you want to say. So like, he might have some trust issues. So maybe that pe- people said like his upbringing was terrible. Probably had a bad so, posse so too, so right? Here's right a so out of Cannon. Yeah.
2: Me and my dad happened to be having this debate. Mm-hmm. He told I said, "Let's drop you in the middle of a gym with." Uh, eight eight hoops around you, yeah. so it's like a like a two courts worth, like a you know a full basketball court and like two side sort of areas, mm-hmm. you know.
3: So like Corona High yeah, School, yeah, kind of
2: like the Corona Middle School gym. Middle school, school yeah. So I told him that he would not be able to score on Kawhi Leonard in ten minutes. He called me crazy at any on of the hoops? any of those hoops. Any of the hoops
3: oh, without minutes. a doubt, you could. Yeah, I think. All so. you have to do oh is turn on and shoot one shot. I think so. From so you to
2: start from center court. Yeah. What? Without a doubt, you're gonna make a half quarter. Hmm.
3: I've always said, give me three shots, and I will make a half-court shot. We used to practice. Your dad sometimes would, he wouldn't get after us, but we would, we would be. We we're supposed to be stretching and doing stuff. We'd just be like chucking up half-court shots. But we used to practice half-court shots all the time, and I. I, w- I would pat myself on the that's back. I'm bad, pretty good at that. That's a bad take. I, I if you have eight, hoops eight baskets, and you what start? Is it do?
2: Hey, it's still one quiet Leonard. I don't y- you care. You about said ten hooks. minutes, yeah. and I know I know your You're old man's ten minutes. I, I think so. You're gonna get gas in yeah. one
1: minute. Yeah, maybe. I'm, I'm I still a, think you can get a basket. What would be your strategy then? Um, You're gonna shoot. Shoot a.
2: Is he? He's right there on you. You can block it. I mean, yeah, but eventually
3: the ball might bounce weird or something like that. You can get one. You could make a quick run to the free throw line, throw
1: it up. I don't know. I just. That's a long time to try and defend somebody in eight baskets, not make it. You're going
2: to get gassed in one minute. Kawhi Leonard's going to last. Kawhi Leonard,
3: even Leonard even hasn't even played sweat. in two years or whatever, so maybe <laughs> okay, he's he going to get gassed. peak
2: Kawhi Leonard.
3: Peak. Uh, well, I'm going to go peak no Matt way. Burns oh, then.
2: <laughs> we need to, uh, peak John <laughs> Fatale. Exactly. <laughs> we need to call up Kawhi and have him play all the type That's, of a, thing. Good, hey, that's Kawhi. a good
3: debate, but we'll never know. Hey, Kawhi, come to Corona, <laughs> Michigan. <laughs> We're going to do this. We'll put you up against a super. <laughs> ridiculous. is <laughs> so ridiculous. All right.
1: Hey, we're going to wrap the program up tonight. with. with we're going to zip through our tournament of GOAT. But before we do, I just want to tell our listeners the Corona Connection is a partner here on 3 Point Pod. That's uh, a direct mail paper sent to all of Corona Vernon in Shiawassee County. Like them on Facebook. You can view the entire Corona Connection paper online every month at CoronaConnection.com. Okay, we didn't do it last week, guys. And, uh, you know, sometimes we drag these out a little bit, but let's see if we can zip through some of this tournament and uh, get this bracket a little closer to the end. How's that sound? Yeah, we got to finish it up. Yeah. So let's keep it with the Lions. Bobby Lane, a number four seed, against Dick LeBeau.
2: So 13. What, what jumped out to me on this, Bobby Lane. First off, I noticed with a few of these guys that we have today, like they're quarterbacks and place kickers.
1: Yep which is just that's Do you look just up hilarious. his college records? Any of his college records at all?
2: Bobby Lane? Yeah. No. Oh, uh, Yeah, He's I phenomenal. did. Phenomenal. I, I, I had no unreal college player at Texas. <laughs> but this is what made me end up picking Dick LeBeau, and this is the only reason. Oh, no. So Bobby Lane, they lose to the Browns by like 50 points in the championship game. Right. His excuse, he slept too much the night before. <laughs> that's you a, have oh, that's, an excuse like that, uh, yeah, Dick LeBeau all that's day. That's code
1: for
3: he was out drinking all night. Yeah, right, exactly. That's what yep. it was.
1: How about you, Matt?
3: Yeah, I'm only going Dick LeBeau just because I know the name better, and he's you know one of the best D coordinators oh of all time. Oh so my god, a Dick
1: major Lebeau. upset. Okay, Bobby Lane, I, he'd probably be one of my top two or three lions. So, despite
2: love... being hung over for a championship, well, well he, won, he won a couple grounds.
1: championships. He was one of the best. Pro quarterbacks in his era, but Dick LeBeau and LeBeau was he was very good himself. I think he had 44 interceptions in his career. We something needed like him to come uh,
2: coach yeah. the Lions.
1: There you go. He's a little too old. Uh, Dutch Clark, number six against Doak Walker.
2: So Doak <laughs> Walker, first retired number. Uh, there's like the Doak Walker Running Back Award. Yep. Who knew that he was a lion? I didn't know this whole time. Yep. But the co- Cotton Bowl's named after him. The house that Doak built. A lot of facts I didn't know. So which makes you wonder like how true these actually are. He might have been a college uh, teammate of uh, Bobby so Lane must also. Be true. And this just shows you like, how much I just kind of hate what football was back in the day. <laughs> Dutch Clark, descri- quarterback described as a precise kicker and deadly tackler. <laughs> like, I just, you can just tell the guy was a joke of an athlete, so Doke Walker for me.
3: Yeah, I, the, the award named after him. Got
1: to go d- with Doke. I agree yeah. with you guys on that one. All right. Uh, one more on the Lions. <clears throat> Number two seed, Joe Schmidt against Matt Stafford.
3: A fifteen. Oh, I'm a, I'm a Matt Stafford seat. guy. Yeah, all the I didn't way. even.
2: I didn't look too much into this. Uh, I just wrote this down as just kind of like a throwaway comment. Like Joe Schmidt, terrific talent. Don't. I don't know anything about him. Didn't even look him up. I just. He's on the list, so he must have been. Oh, he <laughs> been was, somewhat good.
1: He was one of the best linebackers but in his era.
2: Did you? Did you? And this is kind of joking when I say this. People forget uh, Matt Stafford. He caught for Clayton Kershaw.
1: People yeah, forget you know, that. People do they? forget that.
2: No one's forgot that. <laughs> and I remember my favorite like debate ever. Like. I remember it was going through, like, ESPN and, uh, like, Fox Sports. Like, mass average should he, like, flip his hat around? Like, is it time for him to stop wearing his hat backwards? <laughs> right. I- I'm a hat-backwards guy, so I'll, pu- I'll put my uh, stake on that side. It's
1: unanimous, things. but Schmidt's a very good player in his day. But, all right, let's go to uh, Tigers. Charlie Garringer, he grew up in Fowlerville, taking on George Kell. That's uh, Gehringer number three.
2: Gehringer's all-time blue-collar guy. According to him, someone asked him, like, why he doesn't ever talk. He said he's not a rubble rouser, his quote. Uh, George <laughs> <old> Kell, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he had a solid career, but basically what I garnered on him is he was an announcer. So, yeah, give me Charlie Gehringer. I'm going with him just
3: because he's from Fowlerville
1: Yeah, is he really? Yes, yeah. he is. Well, wow. wow. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with him too. I had a chance to meet him when he was about 80 years old, but uh, he was a first team Hall of Famer, one of the best second basemen's ever to play. Did George Kell, though, what, he was a Hall of Famer himself as a player. Did
2: you guys know that Eric uh, Smith, the NASCAR driver, is from Byron? But he's really Eric not. But he's, Jones. Eric Jones, Eric Jones. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's from Byron. You hear about that story every two minutes?
1: Yeah, I, I, well, I heard you talking about that on another podcast. But and, he went to Montrose. Or he no, Source Swartz Swartz Creek. Creek. He went to Swords Creeks, so but. Yeah. Can't you say he's from both places? I mean, he lived in Byron, but went to Swartz Creek School. Right. That's well, why do you? That's like he turned, like, why, why did he leave Byron? Well, he might have been right on the borderline. Who knows? I, I don't yeah, know where yeah. Byron he where Byron he can't lived. claim him. Byron and Swartz
2: someone, Creek. If someone lives in Corona and they go to Owasso, do Corona people say, oh, well, he's from Corona. Well, what do
3: you do if you're in Middletown?
1: They're
2: yeah, I, I technically
3: grew up in Owasso. I mean, where I, where I lived was Owasso, but Your I address. went to Corona.
2: Yeah, so would well, you consider yourself Owasso?
3: I usually say I'm from yourself, Corona. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Point proven. Thanks, Matt. Well, that's just because I don't want to say I'm from o- Owasso. <laughs> Owasso's <laughs> no got a pretty dark history. No no <laughs> you don't think we have some Owasso? Owasso's <laughs> got some, a
1: pretty dark history. In what?
3: Uh, <laughs> There's that whole race like, The KKK yeah. thing yeah. back yeah. in the day.
1: Yeah, yeah, there is some there. There's some there for sure. Some There's some there. in Byron, by the way.
3: Oh, I, I would, I would imagine a lot of that going on in mid-Michigan, Vic. Yeah. yeah it's, we it's, better not, not get weird. into that. <laughs> topic. Uh, Let's that. go back to the bracket.
1: Uh, <laughs> number number seven, Lou Whitaker. Sweet Lou Sweet taking Lou. on number
3: 10, Sam Crawford. I am, I'm going Sweet Lou just because I don't know the other dude.
2: I'm going with Sam Crawford because he was in a big feud with Ty Cobb, and Ty Cobb, which for some reason I really don't know why he has a statue. Like spiked guys, anti semi, basically just a He was a mean trash man, true no guy. Doubt. So if you if you had a buff with uh, Ty Cobb, like there's you're on the right path. So I'm going to I Sam. I think Pro, a
3: lot maybe. of people had uh, a beef with Ty Cobb. They huh. just they just didn't want to stand up to him yeah, maybe. He usually pounded him. Yeah. Uh, but I'm gonna go with Lou Whitaker, even though
1: he was an a hole when I tried to interview him one time, <laughs> I liked him. He was a good <laughs> ball player. Yeah, and they still haven't retired his number. That's Ah, that that's is crazy. odd, isn't it? Yeah. But anyway, Lou Whitaker in that one. Let's go. Let's move on to the Pistons. Dave Bing, a number two seed, taking on Bailey Howell. Dave Bing,
2: his Wikipedia <laughs> profile. It's one for the books. Uh, fedora, <laughs> like his... orange suit. Oh, if oh, you yeah. haven't seen this
1: picture, oh, he up. rocked the fro too in this. Yep.
3: Fedora, orange suit, shades. I put down one word here: baller. Dave Bing, size twenty-two foot or something crazy like that. I actually met him too. I got his autograph. So I'm going Dave Bing. Yeah, Bing unanimous. Now, how was he as a mayor? He was very good,
1: from what I understand. Really? He was yeah, honest. He, I think yeah, he's he re- one of the few honest Mary, mayors in How Detroit. About that, yeah. He was
3: right after the uh, Kilpatrick dude, right? Yes. He tried to clean things up. Nice.
1: Yeah. So yeah, Dave Bing, all the Dave way. Dave Bing. All right. Here's a guy that could run for mayor, Ben Wallace, number five seed, taking on George
3: Yardley. I, I have to go fear the fro, Ben Wallace. Yeah. I mean, he was the we agree on that. He was he's the so, anchor of that 0-4 he's championship team. So underrated.
2: Team. Four defensive player of the years. Four-time All Star. Three times second team. Two times third all nba third team rebound leader twice block leader once like this guy deserves to be in the hall of fame not just the pistons Hall of fame he should be a hall of famer he's
3: a great player he also also, in a way started the malice at the palace so there's that
1: all right let's go to the red wings we're moving through this quickly i like it steve eiserman and chris osgood Uh, (sighs) eiserman a number three against ozzy a 14 it's hard, against, hard it's to go against one. Iserman. That's an easy one. Yeah, yeah
2: Iserman, uh, Chris Osgood. He was the last goalie. Fun fact: last goalie to wear like the cage face mask. Yep, <laughs> just like a nerd move. So yeah, Iserman.
1: Here's here's one we're just gonna have to pick out, guys. Sid Abel, number seven against Norm Allman.
3: Flip Couple a coin.
2: Norm Allman, twenty eight seasons. He played twenty eight seasons. Wow, twenty eight straight, pretty or yeah. was it like the, well, the Gordie Howe
3: thing? Like, do you skip some? Uh, skip some years. 28 straight I, years I'm not of hockey. An encyclopedia here, Matt. I mean, that, I went <laughs> well, up to your wish- you week encyclopedia right, right, here.
2: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so you write down 28 years, but you didn't I write the on, actual I years counted that you played?
1: I, I looked at it as a
2: whole. Did long you ask consecutive?
3: Was, yeah. I, I'm yeah, not sure. I, I got to believe it probably was. Pro- it would be my guess. So even if you yeah. started at 20 years old, you're playing until you're 48. That's like, impressive. Like Gordie Howe did. Let's go with that guy. 28
2: freaking years. Yeah, Norm Alban.
1: Oh, okay. You're going with Alman. Right. I I was leaning to Abel, but we'll go For with. For what purpose were you leaning to? Uh, well, he was he was part of those Red Wing championship teams in the 50s. He was part of their top line with Gordy Howe and uh, and Teddy Lindsey. But we'll go with Alman. Let's go with Allman. That's unanimous, right? Jared unanimous, and I are, but over, I mean, Jared and I are picking a, some upsets. Well,
2: yeah. Well, it's just we got middleman <laughs> Ted over here. Let's just fix the middle. He just stands in the middle ground every time.
1: Okay, I, I can't be in the middle. <laughs> He's the this. only one
3: that actually has watched some of these guys. We're, we're going true. off of uh, Wikipedia.
1: Well, now what we're going to do, we're going to do another lightning round, guys. This is off memory only. You haven't had a chance to Wikipedia anybody. So let's go the next round, the Lions, all right? And I already moved Barry Sanders to this round. Yep. Okay, he beat Yale Harry. It's uh, uh, Lem. You didn't give Yell Harriet, dude. Nah, mm-hmm. I don't think we can argue nah. against Barry. You can't argue against Barry. Lem Barney against LeBeau. Like I said, I have feel a personal like there was story. a pretty awesome Lem, Lem, Lem Barney. Barney. Two great defensive backs.
2: <sighs> Lem Barney, I mean, like I said, his book still collected. Oh, enough. yeah, it
1: was the book, guy. Yeah, let's go, the book right. guy. Let's go with that. Good memory. Okay, I would go with Lem. So that moves, him, moves him on. <laughs> uh, Doke Walker. Do you still want to read that, by the way? Yeah, I do. You said you had extra copies. <laughs> I think you just said that, but. No. All right. I'll Lem Barney's you one of my favorite guys. There you go. Uh, you a brand new book to read. Absolutely. Summer reading, baby. 30 years
3: old, but it's still it's brand new. It's all right. Doak Walker against Calvin Johnson. Megatron. He's one of my favorite lines of all time.
2: Calvin Johnson, yeah, uh, 100%. Yeah.
3: Night Train Lane against Stafford. Stafford. He is. Uh, Wait, Lane I mean, was the
1: one of my down, favorite. Right? Yeah. No, he was a defensive back. Had the cool nickname. Dick cool the nickname. fact that Lane. I, the fact that I had no idea what position he played just tells you, Mass Stafford. Stafford. All right. Look at that. We're whipping through. Ty Cobb against Harry Heilman. I'm going Ty Cobb. I know he's oh, an asshole. Are you guys
2: kidding
3: me? That guy could play baseball. Oh put, Don't put, put the, put the other stuff through. aside. I have right, to put yeah, it through.
2: I, we have to keep doing this. Well, it's, I it's majority. All from that pick.
3: Majority. You're going Ty Cobb too? Then,
2: yeah,
1: of course. Uh, yeah. How you could for, you, he's okay, number one seed. Okay. 4,000 hits, are you Jared. For the Nazi? Right.
2: <laughs> Were you, are you pro-Nazi? <laughs> I'm not or throwing... anti-Nazi.
1: Are we throwing in their personal life or as a player? I didn't know this was the... This is just their... Well, as, they throw as in their personal life for the Hall of Fame and the NFL. Well, you can throw their personal life into so it. That, w- that's your priority You're not putting the... <laughs> Okay, well then... Wait, I f- you said he was a Nazi. Now, was he a Nazi? <laughs> I don't know. An <laughs> that's a, that's I had a backtrack bold. for a second. <laughs> yeah. he, he was an asshole, but he wasn't a Nazi as far as I know. That's a pretty big accusation to make. He, he might have been a racist. Is I that, think an, that, is was that documented. in Wikipedia?
2: If you, I mean, racist, super racist, uh, anti semite I mean, I don't
1: think it's a stretch to call him a Nazi. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, you should, did you ever see the movie Cobb? You should watch it. It's
3: no, a good movie. Tommy Lee Jones was awesome him. in it. He was really what? good. Why
1: is he so regard people? He was like a douchebag. Get him out of here.
3: Who Ty, Ty, Ty Cobb? Cobb? He could play baseball though.
1: He was he was My probably God. one of the top. Oh two, yeah, I got two got or three baseball. White, I got players. Got a bunch of white guys, he could. That's true. That's but the, he couldn't help it. That's the era he was
2: in. All right, <laughs> was probably, probably a main force of keeping
1: it that way. <laughs> how about how about Verlander against Mickey Lowlich? <sighs> Verlander, 100%. Verlander. Oh, I would have voted Lolich you there can still is, vote a little bit. See, middle man, right? <laughs> the middle man. But you got does. the vote that time. How about Miggy against Charlie Gehringer? Oh, man, Miggy. He's
2: Gehringer's my type of guy. Blue collar. Like, he's not a rubble rouser. <laughs> uh, whereas Miggy, I mean, he was fun to watch. The Bash Bros. I love Prince Fielder. I love Miguel Cabrera.
1: But <laughs> Charlie, uh, you got to can't help but root for Charlie Gehringer. You know, that's a tough one. I, I am the middle guy here, and I got the vote, but... I've said it before, and i got to stick to my ground. Cabrera probably is the best hitter I've seen. I mean, I watched K-Line and those guys back in the 60s, but watching Cabrera in his prime was about as good as it gets. So i got to give it to Miggy. Sorry, Jared. Fowlerville goes down. That's the, way Charlie down. That's
2: the way Charlie would have liked it. He, no. wasn't, he, he wasn't, wasn't a rouse, he,
1: <laughs> Nope. And then Lou Whitaker against Al K-Line. K-Line, he's Mr. Tiger. <laughs>
2: Jared. I, I, I had Lou Whitaker losing last round, so let <laughs> put an okay
1: line there. All right. Should we do any more or call it good? Well, we got to do the other side, right? All right. We'll do the other side then. Here we go Isaiah against Dennis Rodman. Zeke. Ze- yeah, it's Zeke. It's got to be Zeke. Yeah, okay? yeah. Yep. I can't go. Rodman's I, fantastic, but that's yeah, just a bad was... matchup for him. Yep. Uh,
3: ben Wallace against Vinnie Johnson. The Microwave, just because of the nickname.
2: Did you hear about those stats I read up? I me did. Read them again.
3: But that was, three, also, no, oh. that was also in your l- least favorite era of NBA basketball, those stats. It came. was, but he was the best at it. I, I
1: mean, I'm going to have to Ford, overrule you on that one, uh, man. I'm going thank Ben. Thank
3: you. No, just read Ben's stats. a starter.
1: Vinny was off Can the Can I read yep.
2: stats just for good? So four-time Defensive Player of the Year, four-time All-Star, three-times All-NBA Second Team, two-time All-NBA Third Team, rebound leader twice, Block leader once, and that's not that's even impressive. a blo- that's
1: not even a blind resume. Yep,
2: no,
3: yeah, right.
1: No, <laughs> About, <laughs> right.
2: who doesn't enjoy a good blind resume? <laughs> About
3: Rip Hamilton against Joe Dumars. Dumars, I liked Rip a lot, but Dumars, he he was the man. Shut down MJ a lot. That's, that's a tough one. I'm going
2: with Rip Hamilton there. Yeah. Rip Hamilton was. He could move without the ball. People forget that. I love that saying. People forget that.
1: That usually just means that <laughs> everyone
2: brings it up. Every yeah, time. He over-ruled. could really move without the ball, and he wore masks. He
1: could, but I'm going <laughs> yep. Dumars on that one. Uh, all right, we got Grant Hill against Dave oh, Bing. Man. I'm going. I'm going Bing. I like Grant. Hill. You got the vote.
2: Forget Grant Hill. That <laughs> career yet? And he yeah. You read those stats last time. Entry. I remember that. He'd be first-ball Hall of Famer if you find those notes somewhere in here. You got the booklet. Yeah, like I said, he was in some of the league company for those five years that he was with the Pistons. you go going Hill? Yes. All right. When he was with the Pistons, he was a top five player in the NBA. I wonder how oh, our yeah. No question. He would have been an all-time player if he kept that up. I, I do agree He'd with be that. First-time
1: all- but Dave Bing was an all-time player, too. Let's not shortchange him. Yeah. He played on shitty teams, but yeah. it, he was good. Uh, Gordy Howe against Sergei Fedorov. I mean, for Red Wings, can you go against Gordie Howe? I can't. I mean, that's yeah. almost like Barry Gordie Sanders out. with the Lions. Move him on. Uh, let's see, Pavel Datsuk against Alex Adele Vecchio. I'm going Datsuk just because I like to watch him when he's yeah. when he's. Without skating my on.
2: research, I'm riding blind
1: here. Uh, Datsuk. I'll just go along with you guys. I don't really have much of a much of a feeling either way. Uh, Terry Sawchuk against Steve Iserman.
2: Now, Sawchuck was the guy with uh, the Scars his, like, everywhere, all over his face. face. Yep. He's a tough son of a gun. I'm going to have to go with Sawchuck. Oh, but wait, he, had the, uh, he beat his wife, didn't he? Yep. Uh, yeah. If you're going to rip on Ty Cobb. Yeah, he's out. He's out. <laughs>
1: yeah. okay, I'm going so Stevie Y. Iserman. All right. And then uh, Nick Lidstrom against Norm Allman. Lidstrom. Norm Allman. I mean, 28 seasons. <laughs> Mr. He was the original Mr. Uh, or
2: he was the original Cal Ripken. Is that who you're taking? No, I'm gonna have to go with. Uh, <laughs> you tried to make a pitch for him. Yeah, I gave my best pitch. I already, <laughs> I, already I already wrote down Nick because that's who I was going. <laughs> yeah, over. I got him through the, to the second round. All right, well there we go. We caught up. <laughs> we
1: caught up, boys. That's good. We'll have a few more next week. But uh, anything else we want to wrap up with? I did have a couple of pop culture things I did want to briefly touch upon. Have you guys seen? Do you know who Sasha Baron Cohen is? Yeah. Yeah, I've heard that show's really Got good. Got a new yeah, show coming out. I on short: Borat's an yeah. all-time. Allie G. I'm really looking forward to that one. Um, I know we've talked about movies before. We, my wife and I watched one that was in the theater not that long ago called Battle of the Sexes. I don't know if either one of you saw it when it was out there. Steve Carell. Steve and, uh, Carell. Yeah. It was uh, you know, Bobby Riggs versus, Billy versus Billie Jean King. I was around in those oh, days. Yeah, yeah. It, was a, it, was, it was awesome to see. It was a, like 60,000 people at the Houston Astrodome to watch this match. Billie Jean won. For the movie, weak script. It wasn't very really? good. That's an all-time
2: blunder for the culture of men that screw up by... I- Honestly, I don't know which one's the man, which one's the girl.
1: Bobby Riggs is the guy. He was but he was like fifty-five years old, taking right, on right. the top woman player exactly. right. on Why the tour. It? Oh money. He was a big time gambler.
3: I mean yep. he, oh, he sometime well, I look
1: up that. Bobby Riggs on Wikipedia, you'd be astounded by his background. Steve, yeah, I, Steve Carell played him pretty well, but the script was really weak.
3: I thought that I, I remember seeing the previews. I thought that was gonna be good. Yeah. I,
1: and uh, Emma Stone way too attractive to play Billy Jean. King. Oh yeah, yeah, she was. Yep. yep. Um, another thing, one of my favorites is coming out. You know, I love Queen. Bohemian Rhapsody is coming out in November. And did you get a chance to I see the trailer that, yeah. at all?
2: Some people my age are getting pretty psyched about that. Some of my I, buddies. I mean, it looks
1: awesome. I saw. Is it a movie? It's going is to be it? a movie about Queen and the guy. The biopic, I think. Yeah, okay. biopic. Yeah, and yeah, it's like uh, the guy that plays Freddie Mercury is dead on. And really? Sach- speaking of and Barracone, he was going to play him at one time. Huh. So
3: yeah, Sasha Baring, he he's a good actor. Like he, he plays these kind of ridiculous roles, but he's actually a really good actor. Absolutely. No, especially would be into people. that. I mean Bohemian Rhapsody, that would be pretty or good. Check out the be, trailer. It, yeah. it be careful
2: real. SJ when like Pamela, <laughs> <laughs> Pamela Anderson's like jumping the <laughs> that movie's got some great lines. Oh, there's some one there's oh, some one liners in that oh, for sure. Oh man, I love that
1: movie. And, and one final thing, guys, I always like to throw out maybe things I'm watching. And your brother Johnny hooked me up on this on Netflix, The Staircase. Have you checked any of that out? You still haven't listened to. My I, r- suggestion. I, I started watching a little bit of it. I, it's not one my wife is going to want to watch, so well, i got to watch it kind of on, okay, on the side. Fair enough. Okay, I have and heard some people watch Staircase.
3: I'm big into the crime shows like that, but it's I haven't got into Staircase yet. It's pretty good. Yeah. pretty good. And then uh, I took your advice, Matt. I've started
1: watching on Netflix New Girl. That's, good. that's a good, good. choice. It's very good Funny. Great Funny show. Girl. Jared,
3: also, you? I yet? have not. I, I'll, I'll get into it. I know I'll probably like it. It's good. It's, it's, it's good. easy to watch, too. You know, It's a half-hour show or whatever, 25 minutes, so... And it's easy, yeah, of, it's yeah, easy to rip it through it. Speaking, speaking of, of a half hour, well, I like the girl, but... Yeah. Who, 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 Jess? I, yeah, but who, who's the one
1: dude? Uh, Schmidt? Schmidt. I do like Schmidt, so too. He is funny. Yeah. It's a good show. And then the final one I'm watching on, on Netflix, rewatching it again, The Office. I mean, you, you can't beat to. The Office.
3: It's awesome. Jared, what, well, you said you've watched it all the way through, yeah, like, like 20 times? Seven times. I think. It's a good That's show. That's a rough Classic. Estimate. It never gets old, because I feel like every time you watch it, like, you forget some of the episodes or something like that, some of the jokes...
1: Not me. I can't say that. I know every yeah. word. Every word. <laughs> there you go. I, and I'm one of those people, I can't remember dialogue. You can remember dialogue oh, right. from movies and stuff. Yeah. Bartman, my other partner on radio, he's phenomenal at it.
3: Yeah. I, I can't do it. Yeah, I never watched The Office when it was, like, new, when it was coming out or whatever, so I've caught up on it. It's, it's a funny show. Now, I know you've
1: been on vacation, Matt, but uh, we're recording this show. This program on one of the two nights during the the sports year that there's not a major sport event being played, but yeah. the ESPYS are the ESPYs, on tonight. Yep. What
3: oh, do you think right. about what they've done with that? I like it. I, I mean, obviously, and it's not like company speak or whatever, but no. I like I like the ESPYS before I started working at ESPN, but now that I've been there and when I was up in Bristol, I worked on it quite a bit. Um, so seeing how much work goes into the show and you know the effort and everything like that that's put on, um, it's a cool it's a cool show and. Um, I mean, I, I think it's it's cool to give the athletes a, a you know like their version of the Oscars special or, night you know, out. The, yeah,
1: and I you know I was listening to Wingo and Golik this morning on my way to work, and uh, just to hear the whole Valvano speech again, yeah. really, it pretty much put things in perspective on, cool. on what he went through. And that speech
3: was one of the most incredible speeches I've ever heard. So yeah, Cousins. yeah, and I mean people, everyone that's involved in the ESPYS, I mean they they put max effort into it and they put on a good show so it's not like it's just like something that's kind of thrown together. Like it's it's an it's an awesome show to watch. It's obviously if you like sports, but right. but I love it. It's it's it is funny because this is like the one year that there's no sports and it was always like at work up in Bristol on, on today. It was just everyone sitting around watching the SBs. <laughs> if you were like if you were the one person that got assigned doing a highlight of the SBs you were like, "What the hell? Why did I get the one one assignment for the night? Everyone else is just sitting around doing nothing." Is that, by the way, is that one reason why you took your vacation this time of year? There wasn't a lot going on. Uh, well, down in, in Charlotte, it, this is one of the July is pretty slow for us because um, college World Series is done, and then right. uh, college football hasn't come on. But this week actually is SEC media day, so right. there is that going on. But, I think uh, the
1: ACC just had theirs, or we're in the yeah. middle of
3: it. ACC's I think, next week. Oh, or, was that next week? Yeah, I kind of got out of the loop a little bit. But, yeah, July slows down in Charlotte, so good time to take a vacation. Okay, Jared, you're all ready?
2: From what
1: I've heard, you come back a changed man. So <laughs> We can't wait to hear all about it next week. Yeah. Be, be careful. And, again, take take my advice, have some dry clothes somewhere.
3: Will some, do. some dry clothes, and hopefully you bought, like, two packs of water. Like, yeah, yeah oh, there a ton you of bottles hydrate, of water. Hydrate,
2: hydrate. That's what yep. I've been hearing.
3: And uh-uh. eat. Try like like soft pretzels, you know, stuff like that that'll soak up <laughs> soak up some liquids, crackers.
2: Yeah, you know. They're, you're, you're drinking a trout. ton of water, that's yeah, you gotta right, soak, you gotta ton soak, ton soak it up. Right, you gotta soak it up, right,
3: yeah, right. yeah all that water and cooling
2: losing aid. a lot of heat uh losing a lot of sweat from the heat and everything so. absolutely yeah, you gotta hydrate well have
1: fun anyway and be careful thank you all right well that's it now <laughs> that's it for now i should say and uh, just to all our listeners remember share this pod with your friends we've been getting good support even last week's show with the, the hall of fame talk we had a lot of local uh input
3: yeah a lot i listeners. had a bunch of friends and that that listened and said they loved it they said it was our best show to date so say so yeah, a lot of people liked it they were some people were telling me, giving you a hard time about your blind resume thing, but
2: it's all good. <laughs> that was awesome. Why is there a, It was a blind resume. I, people keep throwing my name. I know. Out there. Is that-
1: it's you, a blind you, you resume. You did say oh, it was a blind resume. It, I, you blind did.
2: resume. People have their thoughts.
1: <laughs> people definitely had their thoughts, yeah. Matt. They did. <laughs> <laughs> Email us at threepointpod at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter. I'm at Z925 Sports Guy. Matt, you're Bernsey381. And I am at Jared Vitel. And you can find Jack Strap at Jackstrap88. And again, thanks to Rivals Tap House and Grill, the Corona Connection, and Z925 the Castle, our home here. This has been a Sportsnet Michigan production. Until next time, thanks for listening to 3 Point Podcast.
0: I've been moving calm, no start no trouble with me. Trying to keep it peaceful is a struggle for me. Don't pull up at 6 a.m. to cuddle with me. You know how I like it when you loving on me. I don't want to die for them to miss me. Yes, I see the things that they wishing on me. Hope I got some brothers that outlive me. They gon' tell the story was different with me. God's plan. God's plan. I hope that sometimes I won't. Yeah. I feel good. Sometimes I don't. Hey, hey. I finesse down Western road. Hey, Might go down to G.O.D. Yeah, hey. I go hard on Southside G. Yeah.